<laughs> All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts. And then, of course, we got Hot Rods and Happy Hour financial analyst slash numbers guru, Mr. Richard Hoskins. What is happening in Daytona, Florida? Woot, woot for Daytona Beach. I'll be down there Thanksgiving, guys. I cannot wait. I love Daytona. It's a good town. It's a great town. There's a little bar there called the Pumpernickel Pop Center. You want to try it out? It's a good place. Might as well get into that. It's, it's probably not one I'd take my mother to, but... Most places in Florida, I do yeah, not you, take you, my you, mother to. You, you definitely will not have to worry about bumping into a church group there. I promise you. <laughs> Fun bar, though. Sounds Fun. like a good time. Sounds like a good place. Sounds like a nice place. Nice place to stick your head in the door and say, hey, you know? <laughs> so... We're talking about spooky car stories. All right, Rob, when are you going to uh, tell a story about this Corvette? I, don't know. I mean, I can finish this story up. I mean, we kind of dropped off here in the last hour about the Heartbreak Corvette. And just a quick recap I bought an 80 Corvette from a used car lot on White Horse Road. I actually traded for it. So far that I know of, two breakups over this car. You're like, nah, you know, things happen. Okay. All right, well, I just sold it many years later to a couple in Iowa. And, you know, they're a very happy couple. Like, I mean, you know, husband and wife team. Kind of like Josh and Breezy. You know what I mean? Like They're like that, like Smitty and Breezy tight. Oh, you're, you're putting it on hard. Uh. Yeah, but it's the truth. And, you know, they leave. Well, okay, well, a few years passes by. I get a phone call from the man that bought it in Iowa. He says, hey, I sold your old vet. I'm like, oh, man, I thought you were going to build it. He said, yeah, I never got a chance to finish it. I'm going through a divorce. Dang. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, wow. And uh said, really? He said, yeah, I sold it to a guy in California. And you never signed the back of the title. He said, here's the guy's number. He's got the car. He's got the title. Can he overnight you the title so you can sign it? All right. So I called the guy up. This guy's retired, and he was wanting to build a show car. And some really good work has been done on this car. And the guy that bought it in Iowa did some really nice work to it. And this guy basically was just going to finish it up. And uh, so anyway, I call the guy up. We get the title situation straight, and everything's you know great. Well, all right, fast forward a couple more years now. And I get to talking. I bump into the guy I bought it from or traded with from. And we got to talking about the car. I said, where did that old vet even come from? He said, yeah, I got it from a guy in Florida going through a nasty divorce. I'm like, really? So now we're up to four broken relationships in this car. And uh, so I sold it to a guy in California. Well, a lot of you guys on this, but this car actually ended up done in a company called Heartland Rod and Custom actually built it. Ended up finishing it, and this car was at SEMA last year. This is where, look, actually, when you guys are hearing this, I will be at SEMA when you're hearing this, and uh, bring you the story next week. But this is the thing that's crazy: is I seen my car, my old vet, is in Las Vegas, and I'm standing right beside it, finished up. It's all flared out, wild, and all that stuff, and I'm over here like fan, just fanboy in my vet. Looking at all the work they've done to it, they LS'd it. Of course they did. And they painted it charcoal gray. Ah. But a beautiful car. Yeah. So, 
This car's gorgeous, sun of the lights in Vegas at SEMA. I'm proud as punch to say I even owned it. That car is supposed to have an old school 350 in it. So I got to talking to the builder. And he said, yeah, he said, it's a good looking car. It made a beautiful car. I said, I hate to know what it costs to build this car. He said, we got over 200 grand in this car. And I'm like, insane. Which, I mean, you got to think about it. You're paying a shop of that of that magnitude. Right. I mean, it costs money. And this car is. I mean, it's, it's a show car. It's been in several magazines now at this point and whatnot. But the thing that's crazy about it was we got to talking about the owner. And I don't want to give out too many details because we have a lot of people that actually listen to this show. But he said, yeah, the only thing that sucks is he's going to have to sell it because he's going through a divorce. I'm telling you. So now that's five that I know of. The only one I'm not sure about was the guy in California. The guy from California sold to somebody else. So that one guy in California, I don't know what his situation was. But other than that, every time that car sold, it was over divorce or heartbreak or whatever. That's insane. Yeah, that's not good. Um, I mean, like, you know, I'm not superstitious, but I'm telling you. That car apparently has a curse on it. Or something. Like, and I mean, I'll be honest with you. I mean, you know, I ain't one to brag, but the old thing would pick up the ladies pretty easy. <laughs> but, you know, old girl, old girl, to be an old girl, you know, she she call eyeballs like crazy. I mean, you come pulling up in a flared out Corvette, they're going to look. And, uh. It's a bad ride. Uh, it was. I mean, it just—it was just a cool car. And, and even even when I first got it, it wasn't the slickest car in the world, but it was just cool. It was just different. It looked very exotic, but it wasn't. There is something about a cool car that when a young lady steps into it, says, "This is a cool car." Yeah. You know, probably I mean, the the cool that. the coolest moment with that vet, and it didn't even involve a lady. I pulled up. I used to run racing gas in. We built a pretty hot small block for it, and I ran racing gas in it. Well, we sold pump racing gas right here on Haywood Road in Greenville, and I would go every Friday and fill it up. And, you know, I'd mix it with 93 sometimes, but as a rule, I tried to run straight racing gas in. It just ran better. And uh, I pulled into the gas station and pulled up to the pump, and I'm over here just filling my vet up with racing gas. A Dodge Viper GTS pulls up beside it on the other side of the pump to get some racing gas. I'm looking at the man's Viper. Me and this guy just just shop talk back and forth, you know. This kid walks out with a Slurpee in one hand and like a candy bar in the other. And he goes past the Viper and walks in and said, that is the baddest Corvette I've ever seen in my life. I'm like, yep. That's what's up, man. Uh, that, that's why we do it. I love it, man. Like, I put joy in my heart. That Viper would eat me alive. But... It, it doesn't matter. It's just the cool factor. It doesn't matter. We do it for the cool factor. Maybe, maybe you know, maybe it eats relationships, but you know what? It makes little kids smile. There is nothing like a cool Corvette, a cool old car. I mean, just, that's why we do it. We go to the gas station, and we understand that we're going to sit there for 45 minutes. To explain your cars to my Exactly. Oh, that's, I love it. That's what we do. It's like the booth thing. You pull up to a gas station. Everybody everybody knows somebody that had one just like it. Except it was a Buick, and it was a 64. And it was a four-door. But you and- know what I mean. <laughs> But but that everybody has a car that was just like it. But the vet, you didn't get that one because nobody's seen one before. I actually had a kid in Spartanburg one time. We were riding around. He asked me what kind of car it was. Because it didn't have any emblems on or anything. Like, it was just smooth. That and, kid needs a spanking. 
I'm going to tell, tell him it's that new prelude. Uh, yeah, no. Not even close. I, I don't know. Maybe it was on drugs. But, but and then I started thinking about it. If I would have kept that Corvette and finished it myself, of all the money it would have saved me. In, I mean, you know how much money I spent on women between my 20s and into my to now in my late 30s? I mean, goodness gracious. I mean, I'd be a millionaire if I just kept the car. Maybe. I mean, like my Corvette, maybe is it haunted by the ghost of Dave Ramsey? This thing would have saved me money. <laughs> I mean, come on. Dave Ramsey would tell you to uh, never take a loan. Never take out a loan on the vet. But but you see where I'm getting at, though. I mean, this thing was the heartbreak special. And I'm not superstitious, but I find it highly ironic that that many and something's not up. It was a cool car, without question. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely, definitely, definitely not Cupid's Corvette. That's for sure. Patrick's over there freaking out. I bet he can't handle it. I tell you why he's freaking out because we got a commercial break coming up, Richard. Guys, stay tuned. We're talking spooky car stories right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, Richard Hoskins. What's happening in Savannah, Georgia? That's what I was saying. You're talking Savannah, Georgia. Now, that's a spooky town. It is. And we're talking spooky car stories. Now, I've got a spooky car for you. Hit me. David Koresh. Oh, dang. You ain't talking about the 68 Camaro, are you? Yes. Remember back in 1994? All right, kids. You're going to look this one up and give you a little homework. Look up David Koresh. In 1994, he was holding like a cult, a religious cult, in Waco, Texas. He loved his Camaro. Waco, Texas is famous for two things, Chip and Joanna Gaines and David Koresh. <laughs> but, and he had, he actually, 72 people, including 20 children, died in that compound. That's insane. And he had a pretty hot 1968 Camaro, black uh, it looked like it had some uh, center lines on it, and it had a big block, and on the valve cover it said, David's Go God 427. He, uh, he loved his Camaro. Uh, he had an El Camino, too. He had a 71 El Camino, too. Yeah, he was a psychopath, and uh, you know it's probably best that he's dead, but um, he did. He loved that Camaro. Yeah, that car got beat up quite a bit. You know, when they raided that thing, he was mad. Well, they when picked it, it up with a forklift. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as soon as they picked the front end up off of that thing, uh, he got mad, and that's when gunfire started. Exactly. Actually, well, and I mean, the thing is, the car is extremely well known because he actually drove the car every day. And we're talking about a four twenty seven with two fours on it. He drove from the compound to downtown Waco daily. It. I mean, I guess if you're going to daily drive a car, a uh, 68 Camaro is probably as good as it gets. Yeah, I mean, next to a C4 Corvette, I don't sound much yeah, better. Uh, I mean, yeah. he, he might have had one of those, too. Might have had. I don't know. So anyway, so after it all went down, a guy that owns a salvage yard in Waco ended up buying it. And he kept it for a few years, and then he ended up trying to sell it at auction. And uh, he was asking eighty grand for it at auction. And this car still had dings in it. I mean, like, it was literally in the same shape it was when they, when he got it. They got it, it was running good, but that was it. And uh, the car sold for 25000 He missed the mark just a little bit. Yeah, he, he was dead. So, I mean, that 
I guess plays into it a little bit, but uh, I mean, he did. He loved his Camaro. Uh, you know, psycho may he be. Yeah. But uh, he loved his '68 Camaro. Well, the guy that bought it actually bought it and restored the car and has totally redone it, and it still has some David Koresh touches to it. But he's changed a lot of things on it, and he thinks the car one day will be a million dollar car. I, I don't think so. I mean. it's It's got a place in history, but I don't see it being a million-dollar car. Well, I mean, yeah, look at it like this. There's I mean, nothing good like, wrapped around it. You ever watch Vegas Rat Rods with Sometimes. Steve Darnell? You know, they had a 55 Chevrolet that was, was on uh, Charles Manson's property that they redid. And just recently, you know, Cadillac CTSV motor. Kind of glad they finally put a gas job in something, but you know what I'm saying? Like, that's spooky in itself. But, you know, I mean, that's that's just crazy stuff. I don't know. I, I mean, mean, I don't know if I'd want, like, a serial killer car. Yeah, there's probably some weird guy out there that wants it, but... I mean, I like a 68 Camaro just as much as the next guy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, but. 427 68 Camaro is a cool car. But it's it's David Koresh's car, and would it freak? Would you buy it if it was cheap? If it was cheap, <laughs> if it was cheap, <laughs> would you lo- would you lose the valve covers? Probably, probably change the valve covers. Would you hang uh, them up in the garage? I don't. I don't think that um, God on my valve covers from David Koresh. Probably isn't going to be a selling point. Uh, I'd probably go ahead and lose that. Yeah, I don't think that's going to help the resale. Not at all. It's a cool car. Uh, and, like, it's the coolest thing about David Koresh. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'll give him points there. Like, like David Koresh is just a bad guy. But lay that to the side. He did have a pretty nice 68 Camaro. Right, you know? right, I mean, exactly. we're talking about a jet black 68 Camaro, black insides. <laughs> Automatic, big block with two fours. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like he's a bad guy. I mean, you know, you want to start a cult and kill people and whatnot and do all the bad things he did. That's bad. But he had a cool six. But, but you know what though? I mean, and as bad as I hate to have that on the car guy team, at least he had a cool car. I mean, he's not rocking a Daytona Z or something. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey! Come on, man. It's too soon. It's too soon. It's too soon. Too soon? I have a Murata now. I have a Murata. Not a Marauder, a Murata. That's right. You have to Google it, because I did too. Yeah, most people do. Me and my dad had to sit down and Google it to show him what it was. (laughs) I'm like, I think it's like a Cordoba. I think. (laughs) It's, it's, It's cool. It is cool. It is cool. You know what? If you like it, I love it. It puts joy in my heart. I did not drive it tonight because it doesn't want to idle. It's being it's being hard headed. Yeah. It's stubborn. She's being cranky. Well. Or she, is it haunted? It could be haunted. It might be haunted. It was owned by Leroy Brown. It could be the ghost of Leroy Brown. He's the baddest man in the whole damn town. That's what I heard. Better than old King Kong. Me and a junkyard dog. <laughs> but would it freak you? I think it would freak me out owning that Camaro. I wouldn't want it. 
if if somebody was going to swap the 68 Camaro for for the Murata, would you do it? It's got too much bad stuff it's got floating bad. around it. Well, I mean, is it floating around it? I mean, it was kind of outside the bad stuff. It wasn't inside the Branch Davidian. It was on the outside. Well, you're right. Um, I mean, the Camaro didn't technically kill anybody. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he rode a church bus at one time in his life. It'll make that church bus bad. I wouldn't want it personally. Uh, just It just kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I mean, when you've got a remark about God on the valve cover, that, I don't, I don't know. It, it just, it's kind of a turnoff. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, it is kind of a little freaky, though. But it's weird. That's something I never knew about him, though, that he was actually a car guy. <laughs> I mean, it's probably the coolest thing about him. Yeah, I mean, if you look at him, he's kind of a goofus. But still, I mean, he's, I mean, that's just kind of neat. He's, he's a hot rodder, you know? I like hot rodding. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing that's kind of cool about it. But on the other hand, it's kind of eerie. So I guess that fits into our spooky car stories today. Tell you what, we got a lot more coming at you right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, Richard Hoskins. What's happening in San Antonio, Texas? That's why I'm screaming. Not Waco. Not Waco. We're getting away from Waco, Texas. You go to sleep, Waco. That's right. You go to bed. All right. So, I'm all about making a dollar. Yes, you are. Yes, indeed. Uh, How how are we going to do it? We're going to make money off of Halloween. And I got the idea from a car wash in Houston, Texas. All right. I'm, I'm intrigued. How about a haunted house and get your car washed at the same time? Sounds pretty cool. Open all night long. They dress the car wash attendants. It's a drive through car wash. And they dress them up as like Michael Myers, Twisty the Clown from American Horror Story. And they wash your car. Why are you scared to death inside it? I'm all about getting my car washed, but uh, I don't know. I, I, I feel like uh, I could probably get the washing attendants. Um, what's, a, what's a good way to say it? More naked? <laughs> I don't think you want these attendants naked. These are uh, scary. This is like a haunted house. This isn't like a bikini car wash. All right. You can't. This ain't like one of them car washes. This isn't the 80s. Richie, snap out of it. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Yeah. I don't, that happened all the time back in the day. Now we can't do that. All right, Jason. Yeah, really. But so, I mean, this is my thing. I'm all about it. You know, whatever. You know, whatever floats your boat. You know, but I think my problem is when I get out of the car and be like, um, hey, Michael Myers, you, you missed some brake dust on the wheel there. That's the thing. Like you, you, any time that you go to one of those places, they don't really wash your car right. Yeah, it's and a theme car wash. Yeah, it's a theme car wash, but you want your car cleaned. <laughs> and it, it never. You, you would be the guy that goes to the bikini car wash. I would, and, and you'd com- be like, and complain. Hey, darling. Hey, listen to it. <laughs> listen to your sweet cheeks. You, you want to hit my wheels again? Yeah. <laughs> like, how about these bugs on the front? You know, can we not get these off? <laughs> you mind putting you mind putting a little elbow in that when you're rubbing? I mean, you're cute and all. You, you got to have your priorities. The best story ever. 
we had a local wing restaurant. I don't think I can say their name on air. <laughs> but we had a local, very popular w- wing chain restaurant here in Greenville, still here. They had a bikini car wash on Wednesdays. And this is back when I worked the Motor Mile. And I used to work with an old man named Jim. <laughs> and I'm like, come on, Jim, let's go eat some wings. He said, man, nobody eats the wings there. You're going there because the girls are there. And uh, it was delightfully tacky is their catchphrase. So I think everybody knows what I'm talking about. There's nothing wrong with that. Yep. But there was a Bojangles next door. That's and, where you get your food. Exactly. <laughs> and we would sit at Bojangles and watch out the glass as the girls washed the cars because they actually washed the cars behind the Hooters. I said it. <laughs> Patrick hasn't popped a blood vessel yet, so I guess it's good. Nah, he, I don't think he knows what's going on. So, Patrick, are you okay with that? We'll find out in the podcast. I guess so. So, you know, we sit there and we get to watch. So, we got good food, better prices, and the best view in the house. <laughs> that was the perfect bikini car wash. I know we've gotten way off spooky, but... Yeah, we got we got a little off spooky. Uh, a lot more entertaining though, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, I mean, love sitting next door to Hooters. Yeah, I mean it's a good place. But back to the haunted car wash. Would you ride through it? Like, let's say you had a hot date and they want to go to a haunted house and you need your car washed anyway. Hell yeah! I mean, you would do it. You ride through the haunted car wash. Absolutely. Would you take the Murata through? Um, it's not idling real well. Um, I would try. <laughs> would you take the caddy through? I would take the caddy through in a heartbeat. <laughs> Be like, hey, might even put the sunroof back. Or you don't have a sunroof, do you? I don't have That's a sunroof in either car. No sunroof, no T-tops, yeah. no leaks. What's up with yeah, that? No, no leaks. You just want to like drill a hole in the top because you just miss the water dripping on you? I do. I just want to cut a hole in the roof. But you can put you one of those cool pop-up sunroofs, like you know, like a super aftermarket one. I feel like uh, early nineteen eighties nostalgia. Um, I feel like that kind of needs to be done. Yeah, like we just need to whack a hole in the top of it. Maybe not even necessarily in the center. Just you know, off off center a little bit. A little I would bit. I'd have it over to the driver's side a little ways. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be right if it wasn't off center a little bit. Yeah, I mean it's just how it works. Maybe even a little crooked and offset. Yeah. Kind of like a mini truck tag on the back. That says 81 Dodge. All day. That screams, hey, I don't care. I don't need no measuring tape, sucker. That's what it says. <laughs> you know how we do. <laughs> you, know, you know how we do. But yeah, I think a haunted car should do good. I mean, like we have haunted trails and haunted houses. How about a haunted car wash? I think that would be an epic idea. I think it's a great idea, uh, especially like if you go out into like Piedmont or somewhere around there. Uh, you know, you've got well, find anybody with a drive-through car wash, right? Fifty acres, why not? You don't need fifty acres. You'd have them lined up. I would charge ten dollars extra a car, and be like, here. I mean, have you seen some of these car wash attendants in the daylight? They're pretty scary, anyway. We'll wash your crooked sunroof. Exactly. Yeah, shut your crooked sunroof. You're going to drown. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, I think that would be epic, the haunted car wash. Yeah, cut the lights out, and boom, you're done. Put a fog machine in there. Wake up. You're not alone in the car anymore. No. 
because Freddie's in the back seat. You know, I think that would be epic. Except when Rob gets out and be like, hey, Freddie, don't forget that tire gloss. Get off out my car. <laughs> Freddie, you mind, you, mind, you mind drive my back glass off? Water spots really make me mad. I'm just saying. Like, have you ever thought about this? Talk about Freddy Krueger. I always take Freddy Krueger and Edward Scissorhands and look at them like Edward Scissorhands is like Freddy Krueger's sissy brother, little brother. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Like, he could do so much damage with those things, but no. Such a waste. No. And it was Johnny Depp. Yeah. He, He did better as a pirate. He was much better pirate than he was a scissor-handed person. He was also a good gangster. Pretty decent gangster. And not Robert De Niro quality gangster. Donnie Brasco, he 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 did his thing. He did okay. Yeah. He he was He did okay. He was like a quarter of a badass. Joe Pesci. De Niro. Joe Pesci and De Niro. Uh nothing else needs to be said. Just casino. The end. <laughs> Probably the best gangster movie ever. I want an 81 Eldorado so bad because of that movie. Hey, it's got a metal plate under the floor. So if someone tries to blow you up, you'll live. That's thinking. I think it was the late Biggie Smalls that said, watch Casino. I'm the hip-hop version of Louis Valentino. That's all that needs to be said. The end. Yeah. Old B.I.G. himself. I'm pretty sure I misquoted that. Horribly. But you know. Without doubt. I don't see Biggie saying anything about it. No, I don't think Biggie's going to have a problem with it. I don't think he's going to call in or anything. But I don't know. The ghost of Biggie may haunt you. Ah, oh, don't don't put that on me. That'd be a big old ghost. That'd be more like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. <laughs> That's the kind of ghost that'll snuggle you. He's <laughs> snuggled. <laughs> you know that'd be scary. A ghost that snuggles. Nobody wants that. Come here, Richie. Let's cuddle. Get off me, Biggie. <laughs> Get off me. <laughs> so let me talking to my ex-wife. Oh, but oh me. That's hilarious. That's funny. That's the, that's the images that I put in your head right there. When you can't sleep tonight, you're welcome. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> oh, or I'll be sleeping like a baby on a plane headed to Vegas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I'll be snuggling with Biggie. <laughs> hey, Richard. Birthdays yeah. was the worst days. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I can't stop. But now we sip champagne when we're thirsty. Oh, I know what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> drinking a lot, probably. Oh. It's either snuggling with Biggie or drinking heavily. Uh. <laughs> I'll take drinking. Yes, sir. Oh, man. I tell you what else I can't take. These commercial breaks, man, they come up on us every time. Can't get away from them. Dang. Every time. I tell you what, guys, we got a lot of spooky car stories coming your way right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. You know, we're talking about spooky car stories, and we got the spooky professor himself. Hoo-ha-ha-ha, cue your evil laugh. (laughs) That was actually pretty good with a snort. That (laughs) was actually a really good one. (laughs) Thank you, minus the snort. Minus the snort. It's like like spooky with Steve Urkel throwing in the tail end (laughs) of it. 
Got Mr. Richard Hoskins in the studio. What is happening in San Francisco, California? It's when I'm screaming. Going out west. <laughs> west side. Speaking of going out west, that's how I'm spending my Halloween in Vegas. I tell you, Vegas is a freaky town, but on Halloween, it's just like another notch. I've never seen more almost naked people in my life in public. What more can you ask for? I'm kind of with you there a little bit. You know, you you got you got a naked. thirty-eight special cover band. I wouldn't want them to be naked. No, no, but them singing would be nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody else can be naked. I mean, thirty-eight special is great. This is getting weird. But how about you? Any big Halloween? Are you that guy that cuts his lights off? And- nah, man. I I my lights on anyway. Um, I buy candy, and I have a basket, and if somebody knocks on my door, I'll give them candy, but I'm not a huge Halloween person. So they don't come, they don't get trick-or-treaters? I, I never do. Like, I would be cool if I did. Like, I'm prepared, and I love little kids. They're funny, you know, especially when they're dressed up like 38 Special. <laughs> um <laughs> But they That's never parenting done right. They never come to my house. That's crazy. I would never know because I always just turn my lights off and eat the candy. <laughs> no one's home. <laughs> Go away, little kids. That's right. No, I'm the kind of guy that put like a gumball machine on my doorstep. You got to put a quarter in to get something <laughs> out of it. <laughs> You're gonna earn yours. That's right. I'm gonna turn a little income on this one. So. The uh, we're talking about spooky car stores. We covered some crazy stuff: haunted car washes, crazy killer dodges, the old three thirty, yeah, Corvettes that are heartbreak city, Corvettes that were driven by the ghosts of military past. It's kind of crazy. Uh, tis the season. You, you think know? it's a spooky car? You do? You, do you think the spooky cars are out there? I think I have a spooky car. Um, my Murata, man, Leroy Brown's old car. Um, it's, it's creeping me out. Uh, I think it might be a little spooky. It might be. There's some history there. You know, it, he was the baddest man in the old damn town. Yeah. Meaner than a junkyard dog. There's gotta be a good story attached to that. You would think. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I just, every time I get in it, it feels a little weird. I think it might be a little spooky. It could be. It could be a little haunted. I mean, it is a little weird. Yeah, odd looking. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm. Tr- I was trying to place what it looked like. It looks like a big K car, a little bit. The front end. I think it looks like a Thunderbird. A little bit of the era. I'll give you. Yeah, like a '79 Thunderbird. Not quite as big, but still pretty big. It's a pretty good sized car. Still, <laughs> she's a big girl. <laughs> she's a big girl. But. So I mean that's 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 pretty cool. You could we could decorate the Murata up and truck or treat it. I'm down with it. It's got a big old trunk. Hang on. That's yeah. back when they put trunks on cars. Yeah, that's when you used to put people in trunks. What I'm saying. Like this is like a mafia hitman. He would rock a Murata. Why not? I mean especially if you were very mechanically inclined, you could keep it running all the time and Shoot. <laughs> I'm telling you, though. I mean, I, I pick fun of the Murata, but I like the Murata. I make fun of it because I like it. That's how I That's how I work with things. 
I have not had a V8 rear wheel drive car in 20 years. That's insane. And I am loving it. It just, I just, I just crank it up for fun. Just, just to hear this Flowmasters do their thing. You know, flowing and stuff. You know, they're flowing like masters. <laughs> I love it though. I mean, nothing replaces a V8. I mean, your Cadillac would eat it alive. Yeah. But it's yeah. not the same. Right, right. I mean, it's got a whopping 130 horsepower. Um, it is not a fast car. But they raced them on NASCAR. Though. They did um, poorly. In fact, uh, they did not do well. Not very aerodynamic? No. <laughs> no, no, they weren't. Of course, none of the cars back then really were, though. I mean, you got to think about it. They were all blocky. I have a Cadillac. It's a four-cylinder with a turbo that has 275 horsepower that will blow the Murata off the road. Cool. And get but three yeah, times the fuel miles. And it gets 25 miles a gallon. But... I crank up the Murata and just hear the 318 go vroom, and it's like nothing else. I, I love that car. I love that you love it like that. Like, that makes me—I'm smiling. And I know you can't see that through the radio, but I'm smiling because you're happy. And, I, I am and, happy. And the professor is smiling. Everybody, Patrick is smiling. Everyone is smiling. Everyone's smiling because you're happy because you are driving a V8 American rear-wheel drive automobile. It was actually, uh, it was the last Mopar um, V8 rear-wheel drive before the new Challenger. Really? Yeah, it was the last V8 uh, Mopar coupe made. Really? That's insane. Yeah. Now, that's crazy. That's, that, that is crazy. They only made them, what, four years? They made them for four years. They made 51,000 of them. Um, and most of them were made in the first year. They made 21,000 in uh, 1980. Hmm. That's nuts. They yeah. made a lot of special editions of them, too, didn't they? Like they did. They, they yeah. Um, they played it out as much as they could. Well, that's kind of Dodge's M.O. Yeah. You know, yeah. they'll, they'll make special editions for special editions. Yeah, yeah. They'll put a sticker on anything. We'll put stickers on everything. I mean, they had they had the, remember the front-wheel drive dusters? Ah, uh, that was my first car. I risked my case. Uh, Turismo dusters. Duster. Uh, it was an L-Body. 1985 was mine. And uh, it was a Turismo 2.2 four-cylinder, five-speed. Mm. Boy, the youth. I love that car. What color was it? Blue. Ice blue. Ice blue. That's crazy. i tell you what's crazy. If, uh, if you ever see the Hoovies garage? You know, um, he he yeah. buried a K car. Yeah, he buried it. Well, they well they, <laughs> they brought it back out, and it fired up. Did they? Yes. Right. Fired up on starting fluid, but it did crank up. I knew he buried it. Um, yeah, they, they, they got it out, and uh, believe it or not, it started. That's... 2.2 Mopar for you. <laughs> they, they'll start with dirt. Yeah. Just not gas. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, definitely crazy. So no big Halloween plans, no nothing like that. And we still ain't got Smitty and Breezy's studio. Breezy's still under the weather. Man, I miss them. I uh, do too. I, I, I need Breezy back in my life. I'm telling you. And Smitty. And Smitty. Don't forget about Smitty. They're a package. 
That's right. That's right. They are a duo. I mean, I mean, I feel kind of weird. I mean, I bought a C4 Corvette today, and I didn't even get make fun of, made fun of, or anything. Do you want me to crack some jokes? You can't crack jokes on a C4 because you like them I'm, too. I'm not as good as Smitty. Uh, anyway. Smitty's down on C4s. Yeah, we're going to win them over though. I I, I think you're 90 percent of the way there. I am. I really, really think I am, because he's a uh, he's coming. He's coming around. He's right? coming around. And next thing you know, he'll be rocking. He's already kind of got a ponytail thing going. Next thing you know, C4 Corvette. New kids on the block, 80s. Oh, Lord. Please don't go, girl. <laughs> hanging tough, you know. Oh, man. Speaking of hanging tough, man, we've been hanging out for two hours talking about all these spooky car stories. Dang. I loved it, man. It's been a good time. Been a it's lot. already been two hours? It's already been two hours already. Time flies when you're having fun. Dang. All right, guys, I want to thank everybody for playing along. You've been listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.